Humanity yearns for a higher and meaningful reality. This orientation always brings us back to ourselves. It places the human being in front of a possibility, an opportunity that is ultimately everyone's responsibility. We experience the upheavals in the world and in ourselves as a disturbance of an electromagnetic field, a field arranged and maintained by ourselves. However, another electromagnetic field of a much higher reality has a beneficial and hidden influence. In addition to restoring the natural balance, it penetrates and supports several cosmic conditions that cause, in our life field, an upheaval, a change of reality. It calls us to enter another dimension, a higher inner reality. In the light of this higher reality, we move beyond blaming our social political systems because these systems reflect, to a varying extent, our own reality. If we understand this, we can finally let go of criticism and outrage. Living together, we are in the same atmosphere. We are this atmosphere. We breathe the same air. We are one body, and each atom of this body contributes in its own way. This higher reality carries humanity beyond any form of criticism and opposition that would bind us evermore to the same upheavals and chaos. In the world of fleeting appearances, human life begins with a deep inspiration. The life of every living being depends entirely on breathing. Just as the earth is surrounded by an atmospheric field, so we live within our own atmospheric or breathing field. This microcosmic breathing field is our life field, a personal astral atmosphere identical in structure and function to the great electromagnetic cosmic breathing field. The breath of life, the spirit that moves in the primordial substance, drives the manifestation of life to a constant transformation and a continuous metamorphosis. This mysterious life force has been known since time immemorial. It is the prana of the Hindus and the pneuma of the Greeks. The Chinese speak of qi to designate this vital essence which is found at all levels of expression of life. The spirit regulates the structure of matter as well as its manifestation and form but it ensures also the transition to a higher sphere of life. Everything is included in the same cosmic process. It is, at the same time, 
a spiritual process in which the whole cosmos participates and in which we only occupy a modest place, although we can also participate in it with our soul and heart, so that all separation between the macrocosm and the microcosm, our own reality, disappears. Liberation and immortality lie silently and secretly in the inner human being. This apparent contradiction carries within it the miracle of the One. The possibility of deliverance, of course a path that goes always further and as well as an infinite sphere of life. Jan van Reichenborg, one of the founders of the Golden Rosy Cross, wrote in the Noctimeron of Apollonius of Tiana, There is no man, dialectic or divine, who can escape the influence of the magnetic forces of his breathing field. This statement leads us to consider the situation in which we live from the perspective of the breathing field. Each human being is born into a personal breathing field, a astral field containing the legacy of many previous lives. Every personal atmosphere is decisive and unique. Indeed, the quality of a sphere or breathing field is determined by the forces concentrated in it. The classical Rosicrucians of the Renaissance knew that they were protected by a concentration of igneous forces in their breathing field. They consciously placed their work under the protection of this force, as they say, in the shadow of your wings. As we know, to live, every human being must breathe. We can hold our breath or speed up our breathing for a while only. If we were to force either one of these aspects, the respiratory centers in our body would then automatically take over control. In the same way, it is impossible for us to permanently influence our magnetic or astral breathing field with our will alone. With our will, we cannot get rid of a deep-seated tendency, but we can decide to look at it as objectively as possible and rely on this purifying force to correct it. Karl von Eckhausen a German mystic of the 17th century, considered this 
to be the first step in inner self-perception and knowledge of oneself. It consists in taking, inwardly, and with all our attention, a certain distance. However, taking a distance and devoting all our attention might seem to us contradictory. This is the true attitude of someone who has reached the limit. One who understands that there is a path of realization that leads even further. Thus, a calmness settles in our breathing field, allowing ourselves to assimilate new magnetic forces of higher vibratory levels. The breath of God is not only a radiation, it is a subtle, all-pervading substance which, circulating through space, is able to change man in his entirety. The undeniable consequence is that it also modifies his electromagnetic breathing field. Everything becomes quieter and the consciousness becomes clearer. Through this work of purification, we gradually free ourselves from our astral charge. There is more and more space for the soul to grow in wonder and strength. Carl von Eckhauschausen calls this the result of the convergence of the meditative and active lives. The Golden Rosy Cross teaches us to stand on the mat through unwavering faith, intense desire, and continuous effort. These are the conditions for finally changing the magnetic breathing and opening our breathing field to the forces of the pure astral field. At first, we live in a closed atmosphere in which a series of reconstructions and changes take place, apparently without meaning, from which there seems to be no breakaway. By living in a meditative behavior, by an ever greater deepening, renewal, and growth, and the consequential actions that follow, a greater ethereal and subtle atmosphere descends from the atmosphere of the great breath into our breathing field. Then occurs, my friends, the situation described by Jan van Reckenborg, the magical fire of the universe that gives life to all things no longer needs to pass through the tangled net of fate in order to penetrate the breathing field. Fire, in its entirety and original intent, enters directly into the seeker's microcosmic system, concentrates in a pure state in the breathing field, and man, now breathing with a purified heart, nourishes his being 
with this hermetic fire. This is a merciful situation that is described and to be rejoiced over. A noble reality is offered to the candidate, which leads him, or her, on the shortest path of realization, the path of service to humanity. This orientation nourishes and protects this person, for it is no longer their will that animates them, but the soul united with the spirit. Thus, the purified breathing field becomes a sanctified field where all thoughts, feelings, and actions are put at the service of the world and humanity. Accomplish your life, not later, not elsewhere, but in the eternal now. Let us leave you with this question. Do you long for this fundamental interchange? May you find your path, O seeker. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed it. If you wish to support us in reaching more people, like our posts, rate us with five stars on iTunes, leave a positive comment where you can, or share our content on your social media.